Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the New European Podcast. My name is Richard Porritt and I'm joined by Estefan Angulo Dumas. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, snowflakes. <laughs> That's your Spanish name. Buenos dias. Yeah, that's your Spanish name. It means it means angle of the sea. Angle of the sea. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Or, what's, what's your Spanish name? I haven't you know? got one. Or we could do French. Stefan Murder Angle. Oh, Murder. Yeah. yeah, like it. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. Very yeah. European. I it's guess my, than my nickname last week. <laughs> the gloved wang. The gloved wang. Hashtag the gloved wang. It didn't really catch on on Hashtag Twitter, the night, did it? The night has the night fisher caught on. The night fisher. Uh, I don't think so, but I, I think um, I think perhaps people are a little bit concerned that they would tweet the gloved wang. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And perhaps their boss might see their Twitter feed. It and it's not something you want to... Hashtag the gloved wang might pull in all kinds of new followers. You don't want to put it into a search engine, do you, to see if anybody else is, uh, is using it? Unless you've got VPN. That's <laughs> 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 Refer back to episode 126. Um... um uh, yes, how we're are you? How are you? We're here, we're here for, uh, again, it's the last New European podcast before before our big awards night when we will, of course, win the award for best podcast in the universe. We're expecting to. We're, well, we're, I mean, we're very, co- we're 100% confident that we're we will We're expecting win. a Parasite-style clean-up, aren't we? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be Have we seen Parasite Epic, yet? no. Extremely good. I'm told it's fantastic, yes. Wonderful film. Do we know when it's um, when it, the run sort of ends? Because I'm struggling a bit. Oh well, because it's still on down the road in the posh one, isn't it? Is it still on? I think there? so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'd get down there. So, well, I'm, try- I'm very busy at the moment. I'm very busy with all this news. Eh? All the news Be- because people come here for their news. Yes. So we need to update you on the news, dear listener. We shall do that first. Then we do. Then we will take you to Brexit Corner. Oh, yeah. Which hasn't really been named Brexit Corner yet, but it kind of has in your notes, Steve, I've noticed. It sort so of has, we'll stick yes. with that. And then we will crown, of course, a Brexiteer of the week. But yes. uh, shall we talk firstly about the biblical floods? Well, we could talk about the floods. Yeah, um, because they are biblical in, their, um, in the levels of their water. Yeah. And they're also they're biblical in another way. Go on, why? Uh, there is an absence of a of a godlike figure. Well, there is. <laughs> yes. Well, in the Bible, because there is a. I, I'm just trying to make some weird atheist comment. Yeah, I don't. Thing. Know what I'm not. I'm not, I'm not quite nailed it, have I? But if you look at the front of the new European print edition this week, you'll see a splendid um, uh, illustration by our friend Chris Barker. Yeah. There's Boris Johnson floating above it all. 
He's standing on the door of uh, number, number 10. 10. Yeah. He's using it as a little raft. Yeah, it's a bit like it reminded me of the end of um, Titanic when yes. when Rose killed Jack. Well, she did effectively she pushed kill... There was more than enough room. <laughs> she pushed, there's no room for you here, you peasant. Off you go. Which, if so so if you were in the Titanic scenario... Uh-huh. Um, do you know what? I, with, I had a serious... With a politician. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> who, who would be... Who would be? Who would you not like to see as as the, the the person on the door? Obviously, you wouldn't like any anyone heavyweight. You wouldn't want to see, would you? Well, my for, my former boss, but big boss, not editor, big yes. big boss, was a chap called Paul Potts. Paul Potts, not yeah. Paul Potts, no, um, or Paul Potts, or Paul the Potts guy the who won. Yeah, he was yeah. called Paul Potts. He was a former political editor of the News of the World, okay. I believe, or certainly knocks around the nationals, and was then. The sort of chief exec of the press association. Yes. And he was best buddies because he's a Yorkshireman himself from Sheffield, I believe. I certainly worked up there. He was best buddies with Blunkett. Yes. And when Blunkett um, retired, he used to they used to go on cruise ships together, and he used to interview Blunkett, and then Blunkett would sell his dreadful book. So it could have been a Titanic situation with a politician right there. And was he a larger man? What Blunkett? No. Paul, no, Paul very, very, very sort of athletic and, you know, the sort of middle-aged man that we aspire to be. And right, not. okay, yeah. <laughs> he was like that, yeah. Um, that's good. But um, I would pick, I would, if if I were to... I mean, if it was Nicholas Soames, you would feel worried about the... Well, you'd feel a lot happier now than you would do ten years ago. The door slipping, that's right. I'd. Well, I mean, Rhys Mogg is, is a, a slight man, isn't he? He'd... Yes, you'd be able to snuggle up next to him. What, well, I'm not sure about snuggling, not much warm from him. But you know, the number 10 door is like twice as wide as a normal yes, door. Yes, that's right. It's yeah. huge. It's a very big door. So, you, so there's room would, enough. There would definitely be room for I for can't help thinking that, and we'll talk about her later on, if the Home Secretary <laughs> was occupying the door, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd probably be clinging oh, well. on in the icy, wouldn't you, while she used one of her heels to try and I, pry yeah, your little fingers. I think I'd just give up. Yeah. And embra- the sweet embrace of death, <laughs> rather than be rescued. So you know what? Um, I've interviewed pretty. He went on all icy, occasions. didn't he? In the end, Leo. He went all blue, didn't he? He went all blue like Jack Nicholson in the sort maze at the end of the show. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she could just have. She could just have budged. Maybe him. she didn't like that drawing he did of her. Well, it was a bit amateurish. Like one of your French girls. I don't think that the head was right, was it? I didn't notice it the was, head. <laughs> I think the head was in a strange proportion to the rest of the body. Do we, what do we think of Kate Winslet? She's a fine actress. I, I think, think she's really good. I'm yeah, a really yeah, big yeah, fan. Yeah, I liked. Um, Very good. What was that one where she travelled around the Middle East with her kids? It's from a book, isn't Hideous it? Hideous Kinky. Really she's great in yeah, there. I think she's a really little really good actress. Good in oh my god, that's a great film. Yeah, it's a good film. Check that out. She's anyway, good. She's better than podcast, Titanic. She is better than Titanic. Yeah. Uh, and the, DiCaprio's better than Titanic as well. He is. What's yeah. his best film then? Oh, well, that's the one, isn't it? Mm. Well, I tell you what, he is—he he is. I didn't think it was a great film, but he's great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen it yet. It's—it's—he's—he's uh, he's fantastic in I it. I mean, you—you're so like contrary about anything that's mainstream that you will hate The Wolf of Wall Street. I imagine. Well, he's good in that. It's a, but it's a comedy. It's a broad comedy film, isn't it? It's a yeah. Yeah. I think it's a very watchable film. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. I mean, he's, he's great in The Departed. What about Basketball Diaries? He's, that's a good film. Mm. 
Yeah, he's mm. very good in that. All right, so we're, anyway, we've come to the conclusion that the both, act, both actors are, are better than the Titanic. Yes. And I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna go for Reese Morgan. You're going for. Well, I wouldn't like to be. I wouldn't particularly like to be stranded on a floating door with Jacob Rees-Mogg. I would really not like to be stranded on stranded on a, a floating door with, with Pretty Patel. Um, yeah, I don't think Rees-Mogg is murderous. Who would help though? you sort of clamber aboard? Oh, I think Lindsay Hoyle. Lindsay Hoyle? He'd, come up, come up. Yeah, come here, on. Mate. But there'd be a load of animals as well. It'd be like Life of Pi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they'd have a, a very tiger. big tiger on there. a tiger. Which of the Labour uh, leadership candidates do you think would would help you up? It depends if they listen to this podcast or not, doesn't it? I can't help thinking... I probably freaked Lisa Nandy out last week, so she probably... I can't help thinking that, yes, that's, that's right, yeah, that's quite creepy. I can't help thinking that Richard Bergen would, would open, insist on opening the letterbox. the letterbox, therefore letting all the water rush over us all. He probably, I'm writing a letter, I'm going to post it now, dear, dear Boris, please save us, he post it through the letterbox and sink the door. Yes, exactly. <laughs> What do you think about his university of left? His lefty <laughs> university. university. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah. The university of leftyism. I mean, <laughs> love it. Oh, yeah, oh, in signing up to that. I just can't believe they lost the election. How did they manage? Um, so anyway, to the anyway, front of the anyway, New European, anyway, yes, there is yes, Boris, he's yeah. on the door. Yeah. He's so, and, he's and, and, and the idea is that he's all right, Jack, and the rest of Britain is underwater. underwater. And of course... It isn't half of Britain that is underwater, as, as somebody said no, it's, it's um, in the uh, in the, the comments the other day. But you know, it, it's, do you think he should have turned up? Well, do you know what? I've got mixed feelings on this. I can absolutely see the frustration of of people who think that they're not being looked after correctly by government agencies, etc. And it's difficult for me to comment, um, having never, thank yes. God, been in such a dreadful situation. Although I have been out and reported on floods and seen the devastation of it on a couple of occasions. Um, but I think the general feeling seems to be that when ministers turn up in wellies, the focus goes on them and the media circus comes to town and everyone sods off and they're still stuck. You know, it's like, what did that really do to help us? Yes. I think... Really, however, that said, I think Boris could, Boris Johnson could be doing more. Mm. He could be saying, you know, the very flippant comment in a very dull PMQs yesterday about Cobra just being a room where things are discussed. And, yes. you know, I mean, I think he could be seen to be doing more from a distance. Yes. Definitely. And he could just say, listen, you don't want me there tripsing up with a load of advisors. And what you want and what we need to do is the, for the fire service and the environment agency, etc., etc., to be able to do their job without hindrance, and we're going to get you back in your homes as soon as possible. We're going to do everything we can to make sure this never happens again, etc., etc. Yes. Whereas I think I think his general flippancy towards it is is, is what's got you know is, is what's annoyed me rather than the fact that he's not turned up. Yes, that's right. Yes. Do you agree, uh, or do you well, think he should be there in a robot? Well, I almost DD. If he was Prime Minister... He'd have sorted it out. He'd have, a, he? he'd have a, a belt on. With he a, would be. He he'd, would, like Rambo. It'd be incredible, <laughs> wouldn't it? What would he do to solve the flooding crisis? He'd have a bucket and he'd be throwing water back in. He would order... David Davis... Bailing out Britain. He would order a thousand military helicopters full of sandbags, wouldn't he? <laughs> Circle the helicopters... <laughs> Drop the sandbags now, but but sir, they're little they're, Dory's getting hit by. They, they seem to have killed that poor woman who was just running a rope. But never mind all that. DD's in control. Um, it'd be like it'd be like apocalypse now, wouldn't it? Tories don't surf. 
What kills water? <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Get me a fl- flying Watch thrower. how it breaks through Mythamroid two ways. It's beautiful. Fantastic. <laughs> David Davis stripped to the waist. Cummins and Kane on Going a surfboard. river on a kayak. <laughs> trying yeah. to trying to burn all the water away. I absolutely think that I might do that. Why well, don't they bring David you Davis back? Wow. Just for just for the entertainment value yeah, alone. Yeah, I agree. Bring him back. You in. know, he's, he's what is the most inappropriate job he could do? Oh, probably. Something that needs for that, something that needs something something that needs a sort of gentle touch. Something that requires an awful lot of compassion, hard work, <laughs> detailed planning. Yeah. All of his, you know, not <laughs> all of his strong suits. It's like he, he is the political version of Gareth from The Office. Very isn't much so. I love him. He is very much. Anyway, so. we're miles um, off track here. We are miles off track. I mean, it, it's it isn't good. I agree. It's the response, isn't it? Is is the is the main thing. It would be quite nice for Boris Johnson, having said we're going to level up Britain and I care about not just London. It would have been. It probably would have been good PR for him to show his face. Um, he, I can understand why they have been resistant to that because they don't want to be. Um, they don't want to be seen to be tarred with this brush. Um, but the response uh, is is. You know, people are criticising the response, aren't they? Barry Day, uh, Barry Davis. I was about to Barry say. Barry Davis. <laughs> what has oh, he had to say look about his it? face? I love that you've come to Barry. You've thrown to Barry first. Barry Lewis oh. from Derbyshire County Council. Oh. He's a conservative. He is. Yeah, he's not happy. He said, "We're not very happy." You can't give local authorities the message that you're going to support them and then turn your back on them. Mm. And the government proposing to spend less than half of what the Environment Agency for England says is necessary to sort out flood, ba- flood barriers and flood damage. Lots of flood barriers failing, aren't they? There are. Where was the, where was the last one? Bewley. Uh, yeah, and it's sort of been swept down. And we talk, There was even talk yesterday on the... Not on posh PM. spelling of Bewley, actual spelling I of Bewley. I believe so, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the, there was talk of it crashing into buildings and, and smashing them up. Really? Yeah. But I think the people there were saying, you know... The, I think most people are fairly like, well, the government can't stop the rain. You know, they yeah, can, yeah, yeah. The, there have been elements. These people were able to come back because of the barrier, and it was doing its job. Yes. But it's just been overwhelmed. There's yes. a great... Uh, the book by... What's he called? Nassim... I can never remember his name. Um, and I can't remember what the book's called now either. Right. I think it's called Good I'm, Things Happen to Great People. I love this book corner. Well, it's about... Yeah, it's really good. It's like Richard and Judy. Yeah, yeah. It's about these black swan events oh, okay. and how we don't plan for them properly. So what will happen this time is they'll go, right, the flood water's got to 1.8 metres, so we will make the barriers 1.9 metres. Yes, exactly. Because humans never think something that's happened before will happen as bad again. No, that's right. It's part of the human psyche. It is. So we should really be building the flood barriers 100 foot tall. 100 foot tall. Won't be a problem. Yeah, no problem Vote with for that. it for common sense. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, what we're talking about natural disasters. <clears throat> mm, mm. Yes. Just a word that Matt Hancock has said that there's no, no real threat from the coronavirus. I texted him yesterday. So, so I read out the text I sent him yesterday. Uh, uh, here we go. This we're is all doomed. Here we go. Hat Mancock. Hi, 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 hat. hi, hat. <laughs> Richard Porritt here. Hope all well. I know you're super busy, but wondered if we could just get a don't panic line with regards to coronavirus. We're concerned at the level of calls we're getting with people who are genuinely worried. Anything on text even would be very helpful. Kind regards, Richard. Well, you go kind regards. 
And what did Hackmancock reply? <laughs> He's yet to reply. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he did stand up in the Commons and speak, so maybe you just thought that'll do it. But Fine. That was it. before he stood up. I think we, you need to start giving out these people's phone numbers. I will. All right. So it's oh seven. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'll tell you what it is. It's uh, it's. <laughs> Let's not do that. Um, <laughs> do you know there is a conspiracy theory about uh, flooding and rivers related I'm... to dredging and the EU? Oh, and we will come to that. Is this the useful? We will come to that later on. Mm. But do you know what the other cons- big conspiracy theory of the week was? Um, it, I what well, I've been listening to some conspiracy theory podcasts. Have you? Because I just think they're hilarious. Yeah, they have are. you heard of the the dark, the dark, the dark Middle Ages? The dark Middle Ages. This isn't. We aren't no. living in twenty twenty. We're living in seventeen twenty three or something. Right, okay. Because some people decided to knock 300 years off the oh, calendar. The, the middle, I've heard about this yeah. one. The Middle Ages didn't actually... The Dark Ages didn't actually happen. Yeah. But I don't really know why anyone yeah. would bother. I don't, there's no real explanation as to why someone would do it. Yeah. It's just boring. They were in the alehouse. Did they have alehouses? I don't know. They would... Um, yeah. Chewing turnips. I don't know what would be funny. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Denver Airport is a favourite of mine. What's Denver Airport? Well, does the it, Illuminati... The Illuminati... Um, I use it with underground tunnels and all that kind of thing. Oh, there's lots of big eyes and weird art in Denver Airport. That is certainly true. But I don't think it's got anything to do with the Illuminati. I think it's just whoever they got to buy their art in was a bit weird. Right. Okay. Um, do you know who else has been talking about underground tunnels this week? By the way, um, is it Gemma Collins? Gemma Collins. <laughs> Gemma Collins. I don't know where Gemma Collins has come from. Do you know where Gemma Collins appeared from? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I where, do. Where did she appear from? Sorry, I accidentally rang someone. <laughs> I not live on air. Was it Matt Hancock? It was. It was 07785629. Blank, blank, blank. Gemma Collins was in TOWIE. Oh, okay. She so, came from TOWIE. And you know when TOWIE first started? I... Um, the I, only way is Essex. Yeah, but I thought Towie was a little town in Essex. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, it's the only way is the Essex. The only way is Essex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has said that lizard people, lizard people do exist mm-hmm, and they use mm-hmm. a network of secrets on all controlled by the Queen. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, David Icke thinks that. I don't think you can fault that logic, can my, you? My mate John. Elizabeth. A lizard birth. Ah, do you a see? Lizard a birth. lizard birth. Mm, do you see? That was basically his theory, wasn't it? Mm. My mate John, who was a very right-thinking um, lizard, lizard. He thought it'd be funny him and his brother to go to see David Icke. Oh yeah. And they Not went. That funny. They went, He's and it for was eight hours. eight hours long. Yeah. And they thought it'd be like an hour and a half. No, no, no. And they tried to leave at like lunchtime, He's and they were like. At the door with her arms folded on. No, back in. It's like back Ken, in. No, it's like Ken Dodd. Yeah, but not funny. Uh, but not fu- well. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> as, as I say, it's like Ken Dodd. No, Ken Dodd was funny. <clears throat> they were in the in in the, the six hours I spent at Ken Dodd. It was actually four and a half hours because we left. Um, we left uh, in time for last orders. Yeah. Um, but there were at least two laughs in there. Big, and there were big laughs. Too. Big laughs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, good, yeah. Good, the good. other conspiracy theory of the week yeah. was that. Boris Johnson was in hiding and not yeah. going to see the flood victims yeah, yeah. Uh, because he had been given a black eye. Uh, and mm. uh, Padre Belton, yeah. who's a, a journalist for the BBC, one of many people 
Do you? Uh, they call they called him Belton Braces, but we're not sure why yeah, anymore. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> for his double saucer. Uh, and he he tweeted the gossip in Westminster is Boris hasn't been seen because Carrie gave him a black eye for philandering while she is pregnant. Now, first first things first. Um, dog doesn't bite dog, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. But gossip in Westminster uh, like this is usually couple of people having a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. tweeting it out when you're a BBC journalist, eek, it's probably odd, not the best it? idea. It is a bit odd. Um, so he then appeared at Prime Minister's Questions, obviously. Well, and, Belton. And, and, yeah, <laughs> that was a turn up for the books. Bad drink, Belton, independent. Um, he turned, Boris turned up. He was at a Conservative <coughs> function, wasn't he, as well? He the, was, the, yeah. The, the, he was the at a black tie dinner, fundraising dinner. Black tie, but no black eye. Yeah. Carrie Simmons isn't pregnant. And as far as we know, Boris Johnson. As far as we know, and Boris Johnson hasn't been for landry. I also as think that we, we shouldn't know. we shouldn't really joke about um, about domestic violence. But I would also say that I, I find it I would find it very unlikely that Carrie would yeah, punch Boris course. in the face. Yeah, exactly. Or anywhere. So so basically, just a load of untruths. Yeah, um, I would say to to Mr. Belton, have a little bit of fun with this kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. we pals, don't stick it on Twitter. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know. People spending things that are totally made up about Boris Johnson. I don't know if I've got much sympathy with Boris Johnson. Oh, no, no sympathy with Boris Johnson. I'm just trying to help out a, a, a comrade, that's uh, all. Anyway, this this whole sort of flood thing seems to play into a theme of Boris Johnson betraying the, the heartland, doesn't he? Betraying mm. the people that have just voted for him. That, that, he, that lent him their votes. That lent him their votes. And you can see this now. Now he should lend them his boat. Yeah, oh, it's very good, hey, isn't it? Uh, it's, just make this up, it you is know? beautiful. And um, and there's a little element of that, isn't there, previewed with the, the budget. Now, the budget is on when? 11th. March the 11th. Uh, it's going to be delivered uh, by uh, Rishi, isn't it? It is. Uh, and not uh, Sajid, the Saj, who we'll come to in a minute. Yeah, it's been written by uh, Dom Cummings. Cummings, mm. yeah, which is nice. Um, he has got to pay for uh, a £100 cut for everybody in national insurance. That is quite right. He's got to pay, we think, for helpful first-time buyers... And we think that he's got to find a uh, a possible cut in inheritance tax. Yeah. And all this against the background, as, as David Lammy pointed out the other day, um, it, I mean, it is we, there's an extremely high uh, burden of national debt, and yeah. also the tax burden is the highest it's been for mm. 50 years. Like um, a burden on the and national it, debt. And it looks like... <laughs> There are, so some tax rises are going to are going to happen. The Chancellor yes. is tipped to cut subsidies yes. for red <clears throat> diesel, which is used by um, Dod- farmers. Dodgy farmers, isn't it? Yeah. It's, <laughs> if how can you ta- in red diesel just like so red diesel, diesel is it's, it's diesel with a with a red colour a colour. But in what? It. But the, and the reason is that what happens is farmers get a, an amount of it yes, because they, they use so much. It's like buying in bulk, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, if I'm right. Yeah. But then. What farmers do is they sell it to the travelling community. Well, <laughs> that's not. Who in turn sell it to me? Well, 
And I fill up my car. That may have that may have occurred, or that may be the theory that, that it was intended. Is that to what start. townies think of That's what the country life? People who don't. Or I've got some red diesel. You're on my turnip. Don't worry, we're talking to the metropolitan elite. They're yeah, okay. they've all got hunter wellies. By the way, if you are a farmer and you get red diesel, can we? Have and you some? use it in your in your tractors and that the, the stuff that you use in your tractors is is fine. fine. It's, it's for your farm equipment, it's fine. It, the stuff, go, go if you it. want to ride round using red diesel in a little mm, off-road vehicle, yeah, fine. that's what you're now going to lose your subsidy for. Yeah, you'll have to go to the garage. Does that mean that when I go to the petrol station, there's going to be a massive queue of tractors? At the red diesel pump, yeah. Who are you beeping my tractor here? It's not... This is... I mean, after the, so we've alienated Lisa Nandy this week. Oh, no, I like Lisa Nandy. Farmers did that too much. Uh, no. No, farmers this week. No, no, I like farmers. Um, he's also talking about cutting <laughs> pension... <laughs> a huge cow, he's going to land on me. It, well, pension tax relief, that's another thing that he's talking about. Cutting. All right, wait a minute, can I make fun of pensioners? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh, pension tax relief for people who earn more than £50,000 a year. So wait a minute, what's he doing with that? I'm interested now. <laughs> well, so, if you earn more than £50,000 a year, it's yeah. basically... If you have a private pension, not, yeah. your, not your workplace pension, not yeah. the pension that you put into from your um, from your salary and your employer has to put into some to match that now, doesn't it? Why would anyone... Here's a pension question. Why would anyone have a, a private pension as well? Because, because you get big tax relief on it. Ah. So you get tax relief on your payments into your personal pension. I have got a, I've got, a, I've got the nice workplace one. Lovely. I used to, yeah. That. I mean, I used to have one that I and I've got a private one as well. Inadvertently, and I, the, the the tax um, was, came as a very pleasant surprise when you were talking about Lucky old you, at Stephen. the end of the year. Lucky um, old you, Esther. Fan. Well, and it should be. It should, I've not had one for, for so, quite a few years now. So what? So, but and you already are drawing your pension, of course. So, so, they're, and, talk, so they're talking about. So you get forty percent tax relief on that. Right. Uh, they're talking about cutting that after fifty thousand pounds to twenty percent. Right. And again, this is going to go to the people who voted Tory. They'll be up in arms about this kind of like stuff. That, they? They're also talking. They've also been talking about um, ending the freeze on fuel duty, which is another thing that. Uh, Tory well, you know, he got to be my red diesel. I got to be my wife's car as well. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend that's Tim Martin from Weatherspoons now, and you're not insulting all our. Farmer it's listeners. just an impression of a farmer. It's just an impression. So again, a nice farmer. This theme of betraying the heartland, and it was something that Sajid Javid took up in but, his in his speech. But hey, it? has the heartland shifted, Estefan? Well, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because is the heartland now the red wall? Well, how that, long before Boris starts reopening short start centres? That would be amazing. Wow, can it? you imagine? Incredible. Um, so he, so Sajid Javid. What did you think of Sajid Javid's little speech? Well, I, I, I he got a bit sticking. I thought that was unfair. I thought it was a really good speech actually, because he could have just gone. I don't think Prime Minister. Yes, but he didn't. He didn't. No, he gave him a bit of. I a mean, kick. it was hardly Jeffrey was, Howe, was it? Well, no, but I, I didn't expect that. And it no, would be or cr- Robin Cook. No, it'd be crackers to expect that. I think, I think Sajid Javid made his point in a clever. Um, Way and uh, yeah, I'll, I, good good for him. I thought I thought everyone knew what he was saying quite clearly. Should we listen to his little joke? Yes. So while I was grateful for the continued trust of the Prime Minister in wanting to reappoint me, I'm afraid that these were conditions that I could not accept in good conscience. 
Now, I don't intend to dwell further on all the details and the personalities. The comings and goings, if you will. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Cummings. Oh, Cummings. Well, he, I think he got that gag from me, actually, because the title of last week's podcast was Cummings was, yeah. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm not sure I'd open with it, but it's not bad for Sajid, is it? I thought it was pretty good. I thought um, it was pretty good. You know, I'd like to see Sajid Javid back at some point doing something. Yeah, well, as an Uncle Fester impersonator, maybe. If the, if the oh, oh, so I do a farmer out. I do a farmer gag, and no, hardly any of our listeners will be farmers. Yeah, right. And now, I'm but lots of them will be bald middle-aged men, and you're having to go bald middle-aged uncles. There'll be tons of them who listen. <laughs> I've, I've met some of them. <laughs> um, he spot. He said, didn't he? He. he Javi basically said the, the stuff, well, not much of it got picked up anyway. It didn't even make the six o'clock news. Michael Deacon from the Telegraph yeah, was saying yeah. it's a damp squib. This, it didn't even get on the six o'clock news. Yeah. You know? But um, there is a lot going on. Well, there is a lot going on. Everybody focused on the Cummings joke. Everybody focused on the stuff that he said about, you know, advisors advise, ministers decide, ministers decide on their advisors. That was a good line again. Um, but Javid basically said, he said, look, I'm a conservative, I'm a low tax person. We've got a really high burden of tax anyway. How, do, how are we going to afford all of these spending commitments? Um, to which uh, Dominic Cummings has said, um, you know, we're, we're not ruling out changing any of the rules that, that, we're not ruling out changing anything that we said at the general election. And again, Mm. You know, if if there are tax rises like this, and if they do include stuff for high rate uh, uh, earners yeah. with pensions, and if yeah. they do include fuel, I can't see them doing that. I think that would just be incredible. But it seems quite certain that they're going to, you know, this red diesel thing is going to go through. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is attacking traditional conservative voters and what they stand for. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. It's, well, it's fascinating. And, I mean, I'm all... I, obviously, no great fan of Boris Johnson, no great fan of of um, the current Tory government, etc. But I am a fan of a realignment of what, uh, you know, what uh, conservative values are. Well, this would be and if that means, and, Yeah, if that means a shift towards more centralised policies and a, a better focus on the north of England and other areas, the east, for example, that have missed out on, on spending in the past, then hip, hip. Hooray. This would be tremendous, wouldn't it? Imagine if Rebecca Long Bailey started going for the, the, the home county. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. What would we... be e- even more tax relief for private schools as long as they name them after Keir Hardy and <laughs> yeah. Arthur Scott? Well, she could get Burden to, uh, to well, see. To, he, could, he should be the educa- shadow education secretary, shouldn't he? Well, he does need educating in, in several ways. A um, very good friend of mine is hosting. Oh, yeah. The uh, Sky News debate live from Dewsbury tomorrow night. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Um, that's the Labour leadership one. Is that's very good. Um, she sent me some pictures of the. She is basically the booker for the town halls in Kirklees, which is where the, the local government area at sort of Huddersfield, um, Dewsbury, etc., that I'm from. Very she, good. So she books acts for town halls and looks after the town halls. There's three, I think, Batley, Dewsbury, and Huddersfield. So you could have, you know, Punk Floyd one week, and you've got (laughs) Keir Starmer and Becky and uh, and Lisa the next, yeah. Punk Floyd. 
Pink Floyd. I've just made that up. There's what's a, the What's the best? Um, the, there's the one best called tribute. The, there's one called The Wall that I've seen, and there's one called Australian Pink Floyd, which I've also seen. Okay, they're they not very good names. They're not very no. funny names, though, are they? I like. Um, there was one that I saw recently. In fact, I think that chap out there, if you look out the window, you see, he's a bald fella. Oh yeah, he is. I think yeah. he he booked them and put them on. It's provocative. <laughs> But yes, he is. Yeah, he is. he is being provocative, and he's bald. He puts on a, a Britpop night. Oh, he does put on. And a I think night, he yeah. booked Oasis Hash. Oasis Hash. And Oasis they are, Hash. Yeah, and they're Oasis, but they have a little cannabis leaf. I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh know. my goodness! So is man. it like really like um, stoned Oasis? Uh, yeah. How would that go? Best tribute band names though. Uh, well, that's Oasis Hash. No Oasis. No Oasis. There were loads good. of Oasis ones, wasn't there? There were, yeah. My my mum went. Nearly on down is my. That's good. Is, is very that's good. very good. My my mum went on holiday one year and she rang me. She used to ring me from holiday. Oh yeah. Hello, hello. What's weather like? All that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Is there a time delay? Yeah, that kind of thing. You know. Um, and she said, um, she said, oh, we're having a lovely time. Last night we saw Bobby Williams and he was so good we're going to go and see him again tonight. <laughs> Bobby Williams. Who's Bobby Williams? Well, Robbie Williams. Oh, Robbie Williams. But it was Bobby, Bobby Williams. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, uh, that's good. Well, I, well, I can't think Les Zeppelin is good. Les. Les. They are an all-female. Les. Les. Yeah. Oh, they're a female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and brilliant. I, I think their thing is that they are, you know, we're a lesbian uh, oh, right. Led Zeppelin yeah. tribute band. Uh, well, that is a very cool name. Led Zeppelin. Isn't there good. a less Zeppelin as well? Oh, I don't know. Uh, but they're good. It's they're funny good. how some bands attract a lot of uh, riff-offs, and I guess it's because they don't perform live, Pink Floyd being the perfect example. Yes. Is there any... I mean, the most famous cover band of all time... Oasis. Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, though. What was that Beatles band called? They were huge. They used to play festivals and all sorts. The bootleg Beatles. Bootleg Beatles. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still going. Still going. They're Made still, a living out of pretending to be John Lennon. Yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, Bjorn again. Bjorn are again. Still going. Yeah, they were massive as well. Yeah, they, they were. Time. Huge. Imagine if there is a if there were a, a new European tribute uh, tribute podcast. That would be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be Esther. Steve Anglepoise and Richard Parrott. <laughs> oh my God! Someone out there's got to do that. I'd Please love that. do. Uh, two farmers could do it. Please Ooh, don't. I eat your metropolitan elite. Can you stop going on about <laughs> these people because they are the they are the subject of our new section, aren't they? Which oh, is, of course, um, are they really? Yeah, yeah. That's not my Brexit. Because oh God, that's a dreadful sound. <laughs> because, well, well, you tell tell the tell Whoa. the listeners why you're. Well, let's what, just hear it one more time. That's not my Brexit. Who is, who's that? Well, those are my children, and they do, they haven't put that voice on. No, that's they, how they speak all the time. Hello, Daddy. Uh, Can I have some chocolate? Oh, that's not my Brexit. Yeah. And, so who, um, so they, who's the subject of, of that's not my Brexit? Well, it's the farmers. Farmers? Mate, because... I'll get you where it's angles. Because 60% of farmers, according to a poll by, uh, I think it's by Farmers Weekly... Um, voted, voted stop it <laughs> oh come on it's my favourite voice just I don't mean anything just ordinary people I've got they? farmer friends with farms I've got farmer friends what, who are your farmer friends oh, oh lots of them they always go oh, we're so poor we are and then farmer get in my Range Rover <laughs> 
Listen, Ooh, I'm a big fan of the agriculture. Me agricultures. Too. Me too. Agricultural folk. I like potatoes. Me too. I like milk. Um, but sixty percent of them voted leave. They did. Many of them will, I think, will now be regretting this. I think you're um, right because well, I think they've got um, every right to be. This should be out. This should be outraged because we find out this way. Well, you know, I've seen. Quite a few of them are completely outraged. Basic payments to farmers. So at the moment they get an EU subsidised payment, don't they? Who's my payment? Uh, basic payments to farmers will be reduced by five percent to twenty-five percent next year. Between five and twenty-five percent. Yeah. Between five and twenty-five percent for farmers in England. That's been confirmed by Defra. Um, this is obviously. I mean, it's it's not great when somebody says you're going to lose potentially up to a quarter of the money that you're, you're expecting. So that's bad. Um, it's also bad because, look, things have happened. That's not my Brexit. Um, you know, the main market that, that our farmers export to is the EU. Mm. Suddenly there are going to be all manner of supply line problems, maybe tariffs are going yeah. to come in on stuff that they export to the EU. Yeah. At the same time, if we leave under... WTO rules, <coughs> then um, competition is going to come in from cheaper countries that are lower regulated. What mm. if a load mm. of um, you know a, a load of American produce yeah. starts flooding? Uh, what do American farmers sound like? Gee, that's not my Brexit. <laughs> that's cowboys. Oh yeah, I think they're different. Okay, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll one. work on that yeah, one. Yeah. If you can come up with something that's really insulting and demeaning, like <laughs> you've done for the British farmers. No, not at all. You're getting me all wrong. That would be really good. Now, farmers, farmers, and Farmers Weekly, the organ of the farmer, yeah, uh, are up in arms about this and saying we've been betrayed. George Eustace was quite clear, wasn't he? Mm, absolutely, um, he was absolutely yes, useless Eustace. He was absolutely clear that there would be no cuts in farming subsidies. Boris Johnson said, "Why would we? What, what would we cut farm subsidies for?" He actually said that. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what would we do that for? That's not going to happen. Yeah. Now it is happening. Yeah. They are saying, "Well, there'll be other grants. We'll come up with some other grants to help you transition." Defra is going to look at offering farmers a one-off optional lump sum. Have you seen this? Mm. It says farmers may choose to use this lump sum to invest in their business, to boost their productivity and profitability. Others might choose to use the money in different ways. Some farmers may decide to stop farming altogether and use the payment to contribute to their retirement or move to another sector. In other words... We have balls this up. Yep. Brexit is going to ruin farming in this country, yep. and yep. we are going to, like we paid off the miners, we're going to give you a small sum of money to keep quiet and go away. Bugger off! And do you know what? That is terrifying because what a lot of people um, and actually I I do a voice, but I have got a great deal of respect for the farming community, and um, if without them, we are in a bit of bother. Yeah, we are in a bit of bother. Quite a big bit of bother. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's not been thought through, like so much about Brexit. Yeah. Um, what else has happened this week? I want to say something about Pretty Patel, which I've... Um, yes. Well, first of all, should we just briefly go through the negotiating positions? Yep, yep. Uh, well, they're not, hey, listen, they're not a million miles apart. They're not a million miles apart. <laughs> Liam Fox has said they are not a million miles apart, Yeah. which means, <clears throat> what do you think, how many miles apart are they? Well... Probably all, more than a million. A couple of million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
The EU is basically saying you signed a, a, with an annex to the withdrawal agreement that had level playing field written all over it four, yeah. four or five times. Yeah. So I think we should have a level playing field, and we're saying we shouldn't have a level playing field. Um, and that's really yeah. it, basically. The other thing it? is, I think that the um, the government is being unnecessarily bullish. I mean, you, have you seen the news? which Back to the we, farms. You're obsessed. <laughs> Well, what are you doing, my bulb, all right? There's a run, I've got Randy Bullock in the top field. There is actually, isn't there a man an American called Randy footballer Bullock. called Randy Bullock? I'm or is sure he a baseball he's an American player? footballer, but I think there is a man called Randy Bullock. There is. Yeah. And every time I hear his name, I think of Withnall and I and the Randy Bullock in the top field. Yeah, what a great why, film. Why is your leg wrapped in plastic? <laughs> or Randy Bullock in the top field. I think there he is. Um... The, the 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 number ten or the gov- the government is now saying that if there isn't any progress by June, they'll just walk away. They will, yeah. And the EU are saying that they'll walk away as well. It's like a cast song. Do you think that they will? <laughs> now yeah. there was a band, that provocative bold man. I bet he likes cast. Yeah. Actually, I think. Do you know what I think? Cast are touring again. Oh the, my god. There's lots of these Britpop bands that are touring. There, like like Sleeper, are doing Smart in full. The Blue Tones are doing Expecting to Fly he, in full. Randy Bullock, by the way, is a, he's, he's a kicker for the Cincinnati oh, Bengals. Oh, is he really? Randy Bullock in top field. Don't wrap your leg in plastic, Randy Bullock. That would really hinder your ability I'd to I'd love it if anyone guys. out there knew Randy Bullock and could get in touch with him. We'd love him on the pod. It'd be great. It'd be yeah. great to have an American footballer on the pod, wouldn't it? What, to give you view on Brexit? Yeah. It's just not my scene, man. Well, I think kickers say. are a bit brighter than some of the other American footballs. Kickers and quarterbacks tend to be the brightest. Mm, I've met a few kickers. Have you? Mm, yeah. They've not been hit in the head so many well, times. But, yeah. but still, um, yeah, anyway. Mm. Um, hey, Brett's a pretty. Well, pretty. I was just going to say on the negotiating thing. Oh, yeah. Do you think that this is a case of... Do you think it's win-win for the Brexiteers? Do you think that they that's what they're feeling about this? They're feeling what we want really is no deal. We yeah. want WTO. Well, do you we know want what? I no think, deal. I think that there is just like there there are different shades of Remainer. Grey. <laughs> there's fifty. There's fifty shades of grey, and I've counted them all. <laughs> um, I did actually start watching that film because it's seen, direct, I've seen fifty shades. Of it's grey. directed by Sam. Um, Allardyce, <laughs> Taylor true. Wood, Taylor Wood, yeah, and it's not very good, is it? It isn't. Really. I watched it because it. Well, was I turned it off partly because it was, and also partly because you know it's Fifty Shades. But you know, what? I think Sam Taylor Wood is is just a touch overrated as a film director. Well, I like her art. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent artist. Not... I didn't like the John Lennon film no. as much as everybody else did. No, I I kind of think who's that other who's that other um, who's the fashion designer who does films. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, he did uh, single a single man. Tom Ford. Tom Ford. Now that is a great that film. That is a good film. And he, then he did Nocturnal yeah. Animals, which is also a brilliant, a film. brilliant film. Although, is it suspect? In what sense? Is it voyeuristic and nasty? Oh, oh you get so hung up on nasty films. I love a nasty film. It is voyeuristic and nasty. Yeah. In the same manner as Joker is voyeuristic yeah. and nasty. Yeah, that's what I look for. Yeah, yeah. In a film. Well, that's fine then. It's not, hurt, not hurting anyone, is it? Well, yeah. Who? It is, yeah. Who is it hurting? 
Well, it's, it's the depiction of... Well, Are you I talking about the opening sequence of Nocturnal Animals? Well, I'm talking about... Which is uncomfortable. I'm so talking about a lot of the, the, the violent sequences, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, don't understand where, I don't understand how that would harm someone. It's, this is acting. Well, it, it I mean, is, you could suggest that some Shakespeare is voyeuristic and nasty. Of course, well, of course you could. And yeah. it's, the age old, it's the age-old question, isn't it? No. Well, it is. It's, well, what's it, the age-old question? Going on, it's been going on since the age of Shakespeare, you know. Do you, are you merely... Are you, by putting this out there, is yeah. it, you know, is it art? Is, is, is anything... Is a, is a full, what is art? Is a full lingering depiction of a murder or a sexual crime... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that valid if it is, you know... Done if it's a fi- slightly fictionalized, if it's portrayed as art, or in, mm. or is it still is a lingering and voyeuristic depiction of something dodgy? Well, in some way, I think it's clear what my view is on this, but I do believe that there is a line. There's a line. There is a line. Yeah. Well, there is. A I don't line. think that line, Tom yeah. Ford crossed it in in Nocturne Animals. I don't think that Tarantino's ever crossed it because I think his violence is very cartoon. And I certainly don't think that the guy that did uh, The Hangover crossed it when he did The Joker. Well, that's Joker. fine, though. But, but there are movies that, that I certainly wouldn't want to watch again. Yes. That I've watched. Yes. Um, Not Betty Blue. Oh, no, I watch that all the time. Repeatedly. You watch his watching Hey, it now. do you know what I've been... <laughs> always got it on, on, on there, in the background. I can see. Do you, know what I, do you know what I have been watching... We talked about it what a couple of weeks. Talk, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Well, I've been watching Kirby Enthusiasm quite a lot. Oh yes. But, um, we've talked about it a couple of weeks ago on this show, and we urged listeners who hadn't seen it the first time around to check it out. This life. Oh yeah. Did you see what the framed poster on Miles's bedroom wall is? No. Betty Blue. Betty Blue. Yeah, get in there, Miles. Yes. Uh, right. Should we talk about? Um, should we talk about Pretty Patel? Yes, please. Before we before we have a little break. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Patel. So, I, I don't know whether this is is now less true in right. the age of Wikipedia and the internet and easily available facts for everybody, but it seemed to me that when we were growing up, um, everybody knew one... If you named a celebrity, everybody knew one interesting fact about them, and everybody seemed to know the same, and you would say, David Bowie... What's the most interesting fact about David Bowie? Oh, he's got different coloured eyes. Yeah, different coloured eyes. Yeah. What was the? Somebody would mention Delia Smith. Nowadays, you go, oh, she went on the pitch when she was a bit tipsy. Oh yeah, that. Before was funny. that, people yeah. would say, "Do you know that Delia Smith she baked the cake on the front yeah. of Let It Bleed yeah. by, by the yeah. Rolling Stones?" Yeah. And you'd say, I often wonder if anyone ate that cake. And uh, it was a. It, I don't think it was a. What, think, was it not an edible cake? I don't think it was an edible cake. But it was made by Delia. Are Smith, you saying so that Delia Smith bakes? Exceedingly inedible cakes. Wow. I think we need to talk to our legal team. Huge, if true. Delia Smith is an excellent cook. Do you know what what was the fact about Jeff Cates? I live in the same building as Delia Smith's son. Do you? That's good. What was the fact that everybody knew about Jeff Cates? I once saw Jeff Cates rip up a phone book at Heckman Dwight a Christmas lights switch on, that and now he breeds budgies. He breeds Jeff Capes breeds budgies. Yeah. Gary Lineker's mum and dad had a fruit and veg store. That's right. Yeah. Rod yeah, Stewart yeah. used to dig graves. Everybody used to, you know. What's the amazing fact about you? Uh, it's well. Well, it's, you, I know what it is. What is it? You used to cook the chips in the hacienda. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
the, the fact that I'm still employed doing this. Um, <laughs> those are two remarkable facts. Get paid for dicking about <laughs> for an hour a week on this podcast. Uh, yes. Um, so everybody knew one, one fact, and I think the fact that people know about Pretty Patel is is what is what's what do people know about Pretty Patel? Um, the fascinating I once, trivia fact. I, well, I, I know what you're getting at, but let yeah. me just. I once wrote this, and it was spotted by a sub. He oh, saved okay, my good. life. I wrote Margaret Thatcher and Pretty Patel had a lot in common growing up. Dash, their parents were both shopkeepers from Gujarat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she went to school with a couple of famous people. I presume you're getting at that's um, right. the really famous one, which is Spice called Jerry Halliwell. Jerry Halliwell. Where did she go right. to school in North London somewhere? She went to school at Watford, uh, Watford Grammar School for Girls, which was not a selective grammar school. No, but still a very good school. Um, and yeah. is it still a very it good school? It is still an extremely yeah. good yeah. school, yes. You know I, that part of the world, don't yes, you? Yes, I used to live near there uh, for many years. And... Um, I've just I've been thinking all week. Is is pretty, which is unusual for me. But I've been <laughs> thinking all week. Is Pretty Patel's political career just based on her interpretation of? Does she pour over Spice Girls oh, lyrics man. like the Da Vinci Do Code? Th- yeah, trying to because. Do you think she's actually racked with um, jealousy, and she actually wanted to be? Because Jerry Halliwell was quite outspoken and exactly yeah. political girl power. She was she was a. A fan of Thatcher. She was a fan of so Thatcher. So maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe she Jerry said Thatcher was the original Spice. She girl, did. She? So maybe Pretty wanted to be Jerry and Jerry. Well, this is like it. some weird Freaky Friday body swap. Exactly. This is what I'm getting at. And then we, so you, you read all of these kind of things, don't you? So I mean, just this year we've had these the terrible immigration rules, unworkable and disgusting. Yeah. People have uh, there's been allegations of bullying. There've been claims that the MI5. Uh, officials aren't giving her full briefings because they don't really trust her. Yeah. Uh, that's been denied. Um, most recently, we found out that her constituency team in Parliament yeah. includes a bloke who stood for UKIP in yeah. 2015, yeah. and he says that women shouldn't be frontline police and soldiers. And Pretty Patel is standing by him yeah. because She's if insane. you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friend. <laughs> and then, you know... Wait a minute, I- not sure I want to be Pretty Patel's lover. Well, I know, but if you want to, you know, if you want to work in my office, you've got to get with my friends. Oh, she's having this ongoing spat with her permanent secretary. She is it's quite uh, funny, really. Philip Rutt, it? it is funny, yeah. And then you know, Phil, Phil Rutt, F- P Rutt, yeah, <laughs> Prot, the Prot, the Protster, putting around, uh, Pretty Patel. <laughs> <laughs> and um, somebody's resigned already. Yeah. And I think you know, do, but does she say at the start of every meeting? Here's the story from A to Z. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to get with me, you better listen carefully. And then, so, and so we go on, and the whole of "Say You'll Be There," I think, is the way that "Say You'll Be There" was that the second single when they're uh, in the desert. Oh, yes, it was great. Everything. That wasn't it. Yeah. All that joy can bring. This I swear. Well, this I swear is good because we because we've learned that Pretty Patel likes to stride out of her office and shout. Why is, Pretty Patel striding. Why is everyone? She's she's strides out of her she's office TV. and she strides out and she says, "Why is everyone so effing useless?" But she doesn't say effing. Well, um, I mean, to be fair, I mean, 
To be fair, I, I kind of shouted that around the office yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't work this equation, yeah. I guess I'll have to show you the door. That's in, yeah. say you'll be there. Is tell it really? Me, tell me with, well, will this deja vu never end? What, but, what is that from, but really, say you'll be from, there? From, from say you'll be there. It's just, a, this is how she deals with people. She's gone, say, is this a, has Jerry written this for me? Wow. About dealing with all yeah, these old yeah, blokes? Yeah. Um, two become one. Yeah. That is her... Come a little bit closer, Boris. Get it on, get it on. <laughs> to become one, I'm saying she has taken as an ambitious target to re- reduce net migration by 50%. Two will become one. That's good. And if you are an unskilled worker who doesn't know English <laughs> and you're earning less than 25600 a year, I'm afraid it's a case of stop right now, thank you very much. Because I think we can all agree that too much of something, too much of something oh, I didn't is like that bad one. enough. Um, do you know? Do you know what is on the? Do you know? Do you, here's a fact. <clears throat> yes. Colonel Kurtz. Colonel Kurtz. Yeah. Your paramour. Pat. He's got a got a framed Spice Girls um, program on the on the corridor wall. Oh, amazing! Big Spice Girls fan. Brilliant. Signed. I don't think it is. I haven't looked closer. I don't think it's, it's just signed. Oh. She would have been about like four or something. Oh, brilliant! Okay, yeah. big Spice Girls fan. I'm also wondering whether Jerry, uh, Jerry Halliwell, whether Pretty Patel listens to you know Michiko Latino. Michiko Latino, that one. Does she when when in that me, Jerry Halliwell says, "Take me back to the place I'd, I'd rather be. Take me back to my sweet Levina." Yeah. Does does Pretty Patel? hear this and think that it is Jerry Halliwell talking about being a visa overstayer who wants to be put on a, a deportation flight so she can find an Dolce Vida. That was a massive... Show me where I need to go. Stinking pile of crap. And the answer song, is get it? out of... It's anywhere you like, love. Just get away from here. Go and find your, your, your wow. Chico Latino. Well, maybe... Maybe that, I think you've nailed this one. I mean, we talking about conspiracy theories earlier on. Just because they're conspiracy theories, listeners, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean they're not it true. It doesn't mean they're wrong. Yeah. And also, if Pretty Patel had recorded the uh, Jerry Halliwell's yeah. solo album, yeah. Scream If You Want To Go Faster, <laughs> scream, would it have scream been, If You Want This To Stop, would it have been retitled Scream If You Want Low Skilled Immigrants To Go Faster? <laughs> um, I think it probably mm. would have been. Jerry Halliwell. Oh, there was that sign, wasn't there? Yes, there was the sign, wasn't yeah. there? What did it say? It said... Um, this is much like when Jerry left the Spice Girls. Overestimated, yeah. uh, yes. A very yes. good sign. So I think she, Jerry Alley will define by Brexit and Pretty Patel will be defined by Brexit. Imagine if she joined the Spice Girls and you would have Ginger, <laughs> Baby... God, where are you going with this? <laughs> you'd have... Who, who were the Spice Girls? G- Ginger, Baby... Ginger, Posh, Baby... Yeah, Sporty, sporty Scary... scary. Smirky. Well, I, but I think it's more flirty. <laughs> it's weird flirty. What pretty? I th- well, I, I mean, I've been in a room with her and she's, she has a flirty way about her. Oh, blimey. That's just a resting face, though, isn't it? It's a resting flirt face. Resting smirk face. Anyway, Pretty Patel. Pretty Patel. Spice uh, Girls wannabe. Check it out. Yeah. Well, that is fascinating theory. A fascinating theory, Steve. Thank you very much. Um, so just before we just before we have a little breather, favourite Spice Girls song? Like seriously, uh, favourite Spice Girls song is um, 
Well, it, I think it's Spice of Your Life, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's a brilliant song. Oh, it's, the world. it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Three minutes of fun. Love it. Love it. Every minute. boy and every girl. Uh... Brexiteer of the Week. Welcome back. Estefan, please crown a Brexiteer of the Week. I shall. Shall we begin with Paul LaBarca? Yes. Uh, to fill up the space in my empty life... Um, <laughs> When I'm uh, yeah. not spending time with you or my lovely partner, I, I was um, sp- I was watching Rebecca Long Bailey's uh-huh. uh, hustings, not hustings, her, her event in Liverpool the yeah. other night, yeah. um, which was about what I expected, and she was introduced by Paula Barker. Do you yeah. know who Paula Barker is? Uh, yeah. She kind replaced of. Luciana Berger yeah. as, um, as MP for Wavertree, and is uh, Luciana Berger... Towards the right of the Labour Party, and Paul LeBarker pretty much towards the left, and a Corbyn Easter true believer. Yeah. Um, and she sort of warmed the crowd up by saying, Never let us again say that after a national referendum, uh, let's never again tell our people that they got it wrong. And I, I, I really struggle with this from, from, from the Lexiteers mm. because does <clears throat> it mean we've just had a general election in which Corbynism. And that manifesto was yeah. comprehensively rejected, and yeah. Labour delivered its worst results since 1935. Yeah. Does, does saying, let's never tell our people that, in a, that after a national referendum they got it wrong, does that mean that every bit of that manifesto was wrong, and that all of the Tory, the Labour voters who switched to the Tories were right? Is that what Paul the Barker is saying? Um, well, it I, seems to be. And I just found that really confusing. However... Last year, Paul LeBarker said, Labour's plan involves negotiating a Brexit deal and putting it back to the people, and I support that. Mm. Um, and the year before, she said, we must be very wary of people trying to shift Labour's position on Europe towards having a second referendum. What we need, comrades, is Brexit, a people's Brexit, that paves the way... A people's Brexit, that paves the way for a more democratic, more equal and fairer UK... Just putting peoples in front of things doesn't make it better. It doesn't better. make it good. Like, you know, the people's holocaust. People, you know? yeah. People, Paul Barker, just all over the place. Um, yeah. on Rubbish. Break, and the, on the, but the, you know the real tragedy is that, um, that she's taken over from a really pretty good MP. Yes, exactly. Labour have lost a real talent. Exactly. Because they're idiots. Now, I don't know who the previous MP for Lee was... But James Grundy mm. is the new um, the new MP for Lee. Right. Raise a glass for Brexit. Lee, uh, which is in the yes. uh, northwest. It's near Wigan. Yeah. Um, you used so, to have a good rugby league team. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's L E I G H. It is. Uh, yeah. Raise a glass for Brexit. He wrote in Wigan today. What's Wigan today? It's a newspaper. Is it? Yeah. What? January the thirty first. Who Wigan publishes today. that? I've never heard of it. Don't know. Uh, he urged readers to raise a glass to the ordinary people of Lee and the ordinary people of Britain mm. who stuck to their guns and made the establishment bend the knee. There's yeah. a lot of talk about raising glasses there, isn't there? And I just hope that he did celebrate <laughs> responsibly on Brexit. Yeah, I hope so too. Because this video has come out of him not Ooh. celebrating ah. responsibly ah. in 2007. Uh-oh. Uh, What's he doing? He drops his trousers. He's he does a, what? He's in a pub. The rat's right. head in. Right. He drops his trousers. What? Uh, is this in Lee? In Lee. Right. It's in, Rout- in Loughton, rather, in Lee. The it's uh, it's Loughton. Loughton, sorry. Yeah. Loughton's, the, Loughton's, Loughton's in Essex. In Essex. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
and uh, and then somebody says, "Come on, lift your shirt tails up," and he does, and he's got no Grundy pants on <laughs> what, <laughs> whatsoever. You wow. can see his, frankly, his genitalia. Have you ever dropped your pants in a pub? Well, not. It's not. I don't think it. I, I don't think I have. I've in the toilets. Well, yes, I yeah. don't. I not in a pub because the problem, the thing I like. My, what's your favourite thing about pubs? What well, beer? Beer. Now, if you drop your pants in a pub, what do they tend to do to you? Well, they arrest you. I would. Oh, say. Well, I certainly ask you to leave. Yeah, I think and if, and if yeah. you've left the pub, yeah, 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 can't yeah, get yeah. pints of beer. So I don't tend to drop my pants in pubs. Yeah, his slogan was "Let's get Brexit done and fix our town." Let's get Brexit done and fix our town. Yeah. And <laughs> was it brackets? Let's get Brexit done. Oh, brackets, and fix our town. Close brackets. Yeah. Or fix his bell. I think he's what he needs to do. And fix our town and drop our pants. <clears> my, oh, my, my, uh, a very, very good friend, a very big fan of this podcast. Yes. Um, who has also has also infected other um, friends of his, not with not with anything bad, but with the love of this podcast. Yes. Good. Um, he uh, was from a place uh, called Oundle, lives in Texas now. He's from Oundle, oh, which is yeah, near yeah, yeah. Peterborough. Yes, it is. And he was, went off to university. His parents were dead proud. Oh, he's gone off to uni. He came back after uni, and he came back to his town, and he was all proud. He's a very slim, very small man. Struggles to get um, you know, jeans that will fit without having a, a... you know, He has to have a serious beltage. Yes. And he stood on the marketplace. Belt pops up and trousers fall down. What? He pulls them up. He pulls them up. Runs into the near and the nearest shop front that he can because when he's pulled them up, all these boxes have gone over the top of his jeans. You know, because he had. Oh yeah, yeah. It's quite many many years ago. They had that sort of um, you know not tight boxes. Yeah. So they've gone over the top. So he runs in and he's in the front of this shop and he's pushing his, his boxes, boxes back down. Anyway, he thinks he's got away with it, and he goes back home, and he thinks, Jesus, oh, God, God <laughs> almighty, I can't believe that, I mean, it's so embarrassing, but I think he got away with it. And that evening, he sat watching telly, and the phone rings. Oh, yeah. And his mum answers it. Yeah, that's right, he's back from uni, yeah. You, you are? <laughs> <laughs> what, our, our Neil? <laughs> Doing what? Oh. Told me Neil, were you in the front of the children's clothes shop with your hands down your pants? <laughs> that is like the... That is like the, the Just like the, Mr Grundy. It's exactly Kirby enthusiasm, isn't it? it very, he's very much like... Um, very Kirby much like how Larry, Larry David. But uh, James Grundy, of did it on purpose. My very good friend Neil did it completely by accident. What should the listener, including Neil, do now? Well, we're not even... This should let me carry on doing the Brexiteer of the Week. All oh, right, is James Grundy not the Brexiteer of the Week? No, he's not the Brexiteer of the Week. He's on my prep notes. We've not, even, <laughs> we've not even mentioned yet Ian Duncan Smith. Oh, my God. Honestly. Oh, wait, wait. I've, I've switched it up. Oh. I'm switching things up. Oh, it's on the back. Ian Duncan Smith. My apologies. He said problems are ahead for the UK in the Brexit negotiations. Right. Is he the Brexiteer of the Week? He says no, he's oh, not. Oh, my God. <laughs> He says one of the one of the problems is the quality of the people now working on this. If you haven't negotiated for forty years, you need to reach out to all those people who were involved in negotiations, really good lawyers, proper trade economists. The EU have been negotiating trade deals for forty years. We need to make sure that we draw upon the talents of anybody that has skills in negotiating. So four years after the Leavers told us that we had no need for experts. Yeah. What they're saying that we knew. Oh, <laughs> uh, we do. <laughs> we need experts. Oof. 
But the Brexiteers of the week. Oh, thank goodness we finally got and, there. And I'm and I'm pouring. I'm, I'm putting it back to yeah. this right back to the start of this podcast. Do you remember oh, that? Secular. Somewhere in 2009, <laughs> I think it was. We started this, um, and they are. I, I, let's call them the floody idiots. Right. They are, yeah, yeah. They yeah. are a group of people. Yeah. Owen Patterson, MP. Boo. Roger Helmer, former UKIP MEP. That question oh, yeah. time audience Boo. member who was sat next to the other idiot question yeah. time yeah. Uh, audience member. Boo. And they have all said that the current floods are being caused by an EU ban on dredging in British rivers. It is not true. It's this not isn't true. true. Not true. There is an EU directive. It came in in 2000. It says if you've got certain woodland creatures or you know special creatures living near uh, in near your river then you can't automatically dredge yeah. it said if your river is at risk of overflowing flooding any of these kind of problems there is an exemption it is quite easy dredge to do. exemption a dredge the dredge exemption oh what a title for an album that is well, it's a film, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, what's he called? Matt Damon in the Dredge Exemption. Maybe it is. Uh, it's very good. I'd see that. Uh, and uh, e- e- exceptions can be made, are easily made. Meanwhile, yeah. the 10% spending increases in flood, on flood defences, consecutive 10% spending increases on flood defences in the last two years of the Conservative government mm. have all been washed away. It's gone... Two years of the Labour government. Yeah, two years of the Labour government were mm. washed away by the Conservatives. And when you view it as a share of GDP, yeah. spending on flood defences last year is still massively lower than it was in the last year of the last Labour government. So who's to blame? Once again, it's not the EU, is it? It's the people who've been in charge for the last 10 years. Did, did Noah blame the EU? He did blame the EU. He did. But he, he sorted it out because he took all the animals on his... He did, yeah. And then they were able to dredge... He t- also took on... Even if there weren't any food, because all the animals had gone on his things. He could what dredge. else did he take on his art? Two bendy carrots. <laughs> Why aren't they breeding with one another? Those Eurocrats. They won't uh, stop my bendy carrots producing uh-huh. a, a tree of more carrots. Yeah, anyway, went in two by two. Hurrah. These conspiracy theorists who point. say the EU is responsible for the floods and everything else are the Brexiteers of the week. Well, congratulations, all you floody idiots. You are the collectively the Brexiteer of the week. Please tell us what the bloody listener should bloody do now. Please uh, leave a great review of this yes. wonderful podcast in yes. your podcatcher of choice. Please join our Facebook readers group. Mm. And please follow The New European on Twitter, at The New European. You can follow me on Twitter, at Sanglesey, S-A-N-G-L-E-S-E-Y. Or you can follow me at Porritz, P-O-R-R-I-T-T. Marvellous. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant. That was the New European Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us. If you haven't already, go out and buy the printed products. It's £3. It is in all good news agents right now. It is full of Brexit, full of politics, but there is tons of room for lots of art and culture as well. We'll be back next week, and we'll be holding our beloved award, no doubt. Until then, Mr Campbell, play your bagpipes. Here you go.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.